1: Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome on in. It's a Friday edition of the Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. Trent Conan and myself, we're with you for the next couple of hours. All of our guests appearing on the Dr. Stephen Fuller and Fuller Family Dentistry Hotline. Two locations, uh, East 29th Street, 2822 East 29th, 410 8th Street Southwest in Altoona. Busy show, Hawkeye Football Media Day today. Tom Cakert is going to be the first one on the Fuller Family Dentistry Hotline he'll join us about twelve twenty-five. dylan montz will recap media day they've had a couple of practices iowa state they do it right they get the coaches in front of the media not all of them but positional coaches seemingly every single day so we'll uh, get the latest from dylan montz as he's been there uh, doing his job chronicling the cyclones for Uh mitch holtis will stop on in here we'll recap last night's uh, Texans seventeen ten victory over Kansas City. Boy, Brandon Whedon, of all people looked really good uh, for the Texans what? last night. Yeah, he really <laughs> did. Like I'm, cr- I, it's preseason. I know I, I know I'm way too excited. Uh we'll do a lot on the um, a lot of my, some of my takeaways from last night, including Baker Mayfield, uh, Saquon Barkley, Lamar Jackson was better last night. George Kittle. I was watching. Did you see this, Trent? I uh, he got banged up, right? Yes, he did. It was a perfect. Well, it was it was really well thrown ball by Garoppolo, mm-hmm. and Kittle extended himself, and a safety came in. It looked like he landed on his shoulder. Perhaps Kittle's elbow hit first. There's been nothing to this point from the Niners. When you saw it, he came up. He's you know he's got you know when a guy if a player hurts his shoulders, collarbone, his, his hand is across his chest yep. on his other shoulder. And that uh, that was the case. So it uh, didn't look good. But um, a lot of football last night. Uh, we saw a lot of things. C.J. Beathard, some good, some bad. We'll get into the, some of those things. But Mitch Holtis will be here to recap the Chiefs. Wasn't impressed by Mahomes last night, got to be honest.
2: Now, two series is what he got. First quarter, yeah, right, yeah. right. A couple of series, They, from what I saw, and I watched well, I watched every play that he was in there because that's mm-hmm. on the D V R that's what I went to and didn't watch anything <laughs> really else other than that. Right. And they look very disjointed. Yeah. It just not the fluidity you're used to with it. That's, that's week
1: one. Yeah. Yeah, that's week one. And, and it, you're very
2: vanilla, you're not game planning yes, for preseason right. week one. You're mm-hmm. We're just going to do kind of our standard stuff, but it, clunky.
1: Yeah, clunky. I mean, the numbers weren't awful five no. for seven, but it was just. I mean, there was a he took a lot of hits. He took like three three times. Houston's defensive line got to him. Overthrew Kelsey once. Kelsey had a couple of those catches, but uh, we'll recap it that all. The 14 with Mitch. yarder
2: to begin was nice. It absolutely was. I, I, there's that arm.
1: There's that arm. <laughs> Speaking of, there's that arm. Josh Allen. Oh my God, can he sling it?
2: He can sling it. He
1: really can. That's one of those. That's one of those quarterbacks that you could hear the ball cutting through the oh, air. Right. You can it. And, and uh, Josh Allen, I have no idea if he's going to play this year. Uh, but boy, oh boy, can he chuck the football around! So lots of football in the docket. A little bit of baseball. Um, Cubs went out and signed Jorge De La Rosa today. They wanted another left-handed arm in the bullpen. This is a guy that was released by Arizona um, a couple of weeks ago. How long has he been around? Seemingly for a long time, right? He's got to be yeah, in his late yeah. 30s. Mm-hmm. But he's a left-handed pitcher, so we'll see what uh, what he has left. Huge series this weekend, culminated by Sunday Night Baseball, uh, Cubs and Washington, and it's the pitching matchup as much as anything. Scherzer versus Hamels. PGA is going on. Have you been keeping an eye on the PGA since we got to work here?
2: No, not since I've got back in. I, I saw Woodland as a, had extended a while back. He was at nine, and a think, yes, he's still there. Dustin Johnson's right there, is he not? He's two back. He's seven under. And Kevin Kistner, again, is in the mix. South Carolina guy. Yeah. He uh, he was there a month ago mm-hmm. at the Open, and here he is again. Yeah, I didn't know much about him. You know who else is having a pretty good tournament so far?
1: Zach Johnson. Yes, he is. He's Zach playing. is six under. Again, the leaders are nine under, so Zach is three shots back. He's played 14. Yesterday's leader, Ricky Fowler, is yet to tee off. He'll do so um, I'm not sure if they're listing this as East Coast or our time. So he's either just underway or he's about an hour away.
2: So uh, speaking of Kisner, going back to the opener, mm-hmm. oh, I, yeah, Illinois guy. Mm-hmm. I, I was always positive. Chicago guy. Then I go, no, completely wrong. I'm like, how did I get that in my head? I think somehow in my mind I equated Kirk Kittner with Kevin Kisner. <laughs> oh, really? Because he's from the South. He went to school in South Carolina. There's nothing Illinois to him. But I'd always just thought, oh, yeah, that Illinois guy. He's, he's a guy from Illinois. I, I had to look him up. Yeah. Because I, I, I had no I idea open, who was yeah. at the
1: top of the leaderboard. I had no idea who he was. But uh, uh, Matt Rudy's guy, John Rahm, making a little charge. Uh, he is four under. And, again, Tiger Woods has yet to tee off. When does Tiger go today?
2: Pretty soon. By the way, the
1: see. cut is supposed to be uh, – e- cut right now is even. That's where Tiger hey. finished today. So 148.
2: I'm going to assume ESPN is telling me that these are – Eastern Eastern time, so twelve forty eight. That sounds right because I, I wanted to say we were going to see at least a few chunks here during the show today. So.
1: Well, and while well, you'll be here, for, yes. you'll you'll see his round. I'll just see it from my uh, from my uh, chair. <laughs> <laughs> Looking very forward to that.
2: All right, so um,
1: let's recap the fair. You were out there yesterday. You took one for the team. We yeah. certainly appreciate the effort. You had a lot of guests stop by. Was it fun, and was the fair crowded? Did you have a nice spot to do your show? Did people stop and watch? Kind of give us the lay of the land.
2: It was even better than I envisioned. I had a lot of fun. I really did, and brought in some different people that I don't normally have, not all reporters, brought in some fans and some guys that I know. That uh, we're excited to talk sports. And do so on the radio probably
1: for the first time right. in their lives. I think that's great.
2: And that's what it was. You know, Alex Halstead I have on weekly during the drive time, but never face-to-face. So mm-hmm. it was fun being able just to, to lock and talk with Alex and, mm-hmm. and, and do it that way with him. Uh, Dave Creighton stopped out later on, and you know when Creighton comes. So does the beer. So does the beer. So <laughs> I start cracking into those and uh, turn into a fun, fun evening after we finish up at 6 o'clock. But no, it's a great time, and they're going to be set up with all the cumulus stations there. I said east of the admin building. It's actually west of the admin. So if you're walking past the Varied Industries building, right before you get to the admin building, there's a little sidewalk and they're set up and the booth is there and air conditioned in there, which was Oh, nice. Very nice and very necessary. Uh was the fair I mean, I don't
1: know. Do you go you don't go every year, do you? Or yeah, do you we see? So, we go once a year.
2: Well, so then you'd be able to a good one to answer this. Did it seem like there was a lot of people there for a first day of the fair? No, I, I was surprised. I thought there'd be more. It wasn't overly crowded. It wasn't where you can't walk. It's not like it's going to be this evening. Right. <laughs> it's going to be completely different than that. But No, I thought it was nice, and I think going forward, I might make the suggestion to the wife, hey, let's go out that first night where it's not so crazy, Mm -hmm. not so wild. We end up always going on weekends, and you know what a disaster that can be when you go there, and and just how it is, wall-to-wall people. But I really had a fun time, really did, explored some new areas. Dave Creighton Jr., Brett Ridge, they took me up... uh, and the the camping grounds up there. Uh, well, I know
1: that they're there, but I you know. I'd never been close to that. Trent, up there. I know people that pull their trailer in, and s- Brad Van Vark, college football referee mm-hmm. from Pella. You uh-huh. I mean, you've seen him do a ton of games? Yep. Iowa State fans not real, not a, they're not real big fans of Brad Van Vark. Uh, I don't remember the game, but apparently I don't remember anyways. But they bring their trailer in prior to like two days beforehand. Park it. And staying it the entire time, I don't get it.
2: I'm with you. I'm not a camping person. I had to go all the time as a youngster. My dad loved camping. Not one of my favorite activities. Mm-hmm. And to do it for that long, I mean, now as an adult, yeah, you sit there and you drink some beers and mm-hmm. you know, and I guess swap stories. And yeah, sure that can be fun, but for weeks at a time, no. No, no, no. Not not my not my idea of a good time. I, I'm with you. Well,
1: I got um I get the sense that there might be a fair trip um in my future. Oh have you Not <laughs> I pretended I didn't hear her. But um <laughs> And then her phone rang, which was great. Oh perfect timing. Yeah, perfect right? timing. But sounds like um tonight? No, no, God no, no. Okay, no, no, okay. No. And then the good news is I'm gone three days next week. Yes. So I'm-
2: maybe you can push that back and I hope so. you know if I do
1: go, it might well, I don't know. Maybe the Closing Monday, because it ends on Monday. I'm positive it ends on the
2: 20th. See, I everything that I've seen, all the signs say 9 through the 19th.
1: Oh. Well, then better yet. Maybe well, we will go on Monday. You can just make a mistake. Wait, It's
2: closed? I saw it was open till the 20th.
1: <laughs> you got this nailed. You know what? The, this You is got clear. the hook out there. Absolutely.
2: This is my plan. Worms dangling.
1: Boy, there's hardly any traffic on the university. I'm surprised.
2: Well, you know, closing day. I guess it's just a little light.
1: <laughs> Goats down. Oh my, that's a great idea. Anyways, uh, let's talk some sports. Glad you had a good time. Thanks yeah. for doing that for us. I hope some people stopped by
2: and said hello to you. Some Vikings fans, a little upset with me at one point. Really, yes. some Vikings fans. Young lady who was uh, fired up. I didn't like the way I was talking about Kirk Cousins. I guess. Huh. But uh, a lot of fun. A lot of people stopped by. It was cool. And, and really, a setup like that where you just got people milling around. When Alex came on, there was, I don't know, five, six, seven Iowa State fans wearing Iowa State gear that sat down.
1: Well, it was there. I think, like I said, Pollard was out there yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know if they had coaches out there with them or, yeah. or whatever they had going on. But uh, good. Glad you had a good time and um, took one for the team. I did. I did. And it didn't go unnoticed from this chair. Thank you very <laughs> much. All right. Let's get into sports. And last night uh, was the, you know, week one of the NFL. I saw a lot of your Bears um, Did you see any of the Bears your your game at all? Was there anybody that caught your eye? Leonard Floyd caught mine. He did, and they need that. Yes, they do.
2: the defensive end position is adequate. In the 3-4, you have to have something off the edge. And you Mm -hmm. know that as a a guy that watches a lot of 3-4 defense with the Broncos. I'm concerned about the defensive end position. But at outside, if, if Floyd, again, health. And that's the question with him. But he can come off the edge in a big way, and you get Roquan Smith in, and you get excited about
1: Mm it. Are they going to get him in? They talked about him in the broadcast last night a little bit.
2: I was watching it on the DVR, so it was through Fast Forward, so I didn't get to Uh hear much of uh, Adam Ameen. Yes. And Jim Miller. Jim Miller. Boys, Jim Miller beefed up. (laughs) Looks like
1: an offensive lineman, not a former QB.
2: He's got that big old beefy beard. And
1: And apparently fell in uh, the... um, a fresh box of Just for Men landed in his bathroom oh. prior to the broadcast last the, night. The gray is no longer there. No, huh? he touched up the dew and the goatee, <laughs> and uh, I did it once, and I was never so embarrassed in my life. Yep. I like, what the hell are you thinking? Never again. Never And it's been a long time ago, and I will never do it. Ever, ever, ever.
2: My dad always had boxes of those around. Oh. I've, I've never fallen prey well, to Well, I that. got
1: the pressure from my wife, right? Ah, uh, you know, yeah. you're going gray, and why don't you hear? I'll just admit you know, people not won't even know. And it even, ma- I mean, it went jet black like your Hawkeye uh, pullover you're wearing today. And that's, anyways. But Jim Miller, that's the first thing I noticed that, uh you no know, he's fighting father time. A and uh, you're not job. fooling anybody, Jim Miller.
2: Uh, Kevin White was out there.
1: Saw him, made a couple of catches, or one anyway that Had I can drop. remember.
2: Yeah, well. Had a drop. Yeah. Uh, did they get anything? What, what's a, mm. what would you consider a successful year for Kevin White, forty catches. Yeah, that he's that he's not the leading receiver on the team, <laughs> and play, plays double digit games. There you go. I mean, that, that's a fair baseline. At this point,
1: Trenty, yeah, I think you're 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 at that point that you would sign for that. Yeah, it hasn't gone well. You know what? Maybe the biggest takeaway, sadly, and I know a lot of people are thinking are, are thinking where I'm going. That's not where I'm going. The biggest takeaway from me last night was Cam Newton, Calvin Benjamin. Oh, that was awkward. Right. I mean, Newton went to shake his hand, uh-huh. and nothing. And there was a—I don't know what other teammate that was that was there trying to listen in on the conversation with Benjamin, who's now a Bill, and uh, apparently took some shots at Cam. You know, after after it didn't end well, and Cam Newton after st- sh- stuck out his hand to shake his hand and got snubbed. Hmm. So the, the other guy he was standing with, he, Cam Newton, gives him the. Oh. Well, Get away. Moving on. Yeah, move on. We. I need to talk, and the two of them talked. And Benjamin kept his head down, and Cam Newton tripped trying to. He he put his hands behind his back, so it was a non-confrontational. You could tell he didn't want you know any physicality; just wanted to clear the air. Maybe Mm -hmm. Benjamin wanted nothing to do with it, nothing to do with it. And they tried. um, uh, Newton tried and tried and tried to break through with him, and finally, I guess Galvin said the magic word, and, and Cam Newton gave him the two magic words turned away, and walked off the field but that was um that was pretty good yeah. actually I, that made me the biggest takeaway non-football wise from last night baker mayfield was terrific trent he really was and and maybe i'm paying more attention to the browns cuz of hard knocks
2: yeah that's she, always the reason for I, it, think I think so yeah. you
1: you said it's the it's the it's the hard knocks bump mm-hmm. um but he was good trent i mean he threw the ball right where it needed to be thrown on multiple occasions uh, he looked like the number 1
2: overall pick Saquon Barkley also really good on did the other side. Did you see side. that run? Yes. <laughs> now, I don't think he did squat after that, but who cares, right? Isn't it kind of his game? The good one's yards, good. 29
1: or 33, yeah. something like that. But it's, And I'm not putting him in Barry Sanders' category. So please, what I'm about to say. But how many times would you see Barry Sanders? Mm-hmm. One yard gain, loss of
2: two, no
1: gain, breaks one off for 75.
2: He That home run ability. Yes, and There were games last year, we saw him at his best against Iowa. Oh, he was fantastic. But there were other games. A game I
1: could have, should have, maybe, like an inch.
2: Yes, right in front of me. Was it? Yeah, I remember you saying that now that you mentioned it. (laughs) And uh, as I watched the replay a couple weeks ago when it was on ESPNU or something, you can see me. Can you actually see you? You If if you're looking for me. Like if you're just watching it. Oh, hey! There's Trent on it. No, no. It's not that. You have to know where you're standing or right, standing. Right, and right have... in the front row, oh, and no. I, I threw my hand down and discussed, like, get out of here. After he did it, it and uh, Tara and I got a good chuckle out of that, seeing me disgusted. Were you with her? Yeah, yeah. She was uh, standing next to me and my cousin and, and his uh, fiance. We we're all on the field, and we had those first row tickets. But before that play, everyone started to pile down. Oh, sure. Because everybody was gonna rush yeah. the field. Uh huh. Hey. Don't get in front of me. We actually got these first-row tickets here. You can you can stand out back here behind us, but you're not getting in front okay. of me. Right. I wish they would have. Yeah, no I don't kidding. want to see that play again.
1: I don't blame you, Trent Conant. Uh Dustin Johnson, Kevin Kisner is now in the lead by himself. He mm. is 10 under par. So Kittle gets hurt. CJ Bether was good. Joe Lanning, uh, he was on the field. He saw some playing time. Archie Murdoch caught a ball yesterday. I'm trying to get all the locals in here that I saw. And I'm sure I'm missing some of Akram, them. Akram Wadley. Akram Wadley. Glad you brought that up. Had a couple of really nice plays. Extending drives. Kick return. Had uh-huh. a
2: kick return. Also had a fumble.
1: He did. Um, Which...
2: It was a great They're play. They're going to
1: use him after the back, out of the backfield, Trent. And, mm-hmm. and he extended a drive, uh, third and five, third and uh, whatever it was. But made a nice catch and a nice run and a little tightrope there on the sidelines. To uh, I think they needed five. He got seven. Yeah, the fumble was, was a concern. But Akron Wiley looks as though he's going to make that team.
2: I think so. I they, think he is, too. They need a back like that to go along with what they have with uh, Derrick Henry. Mm-hmm. who's a nice, but a power back. He's not a... Right, your prototypical third-down back certainly. Mm-hmm. They need some speed, and Akron Wadley certainly has that ball security. Yeah, <laughs> same thing going way back to what five years ago. Now.
1: But it was early in his college career, maybe mm-hmm. early in his NFL career to be able to put that stuff behind him.
2: Um, Packers, anything? Yeah, uh, I'm just their trying end? to
1: think. That's actually the game I was talking. Was, I was thinking about the Packers. Did they have a former? Hawk I I didn't see much of Jackson. I didn't watch a ton of that game. KCCI had it.
2: Bloggers, back. I don't remember off the pup list
1: not playing. I don't think he played. No, no but he is off the pup He's list. Off the pup list. And Good news. Huge news for yeah. them. Uh Andrew Luck can't tell you anything. I didn't see much of anything of that game. Um so that's I think is about as much Lamar Jackson. What a difference between week 1 mm-hmm. in the Hall of Fame game against the Bears and last night. He took he takes a lot of shots. But boy, oh boy, when the play breaks down in front of him, he is worth the price of admission. I showed that a couple of times last night. Yeah. Oh, Ben Neiman! Oh, let the Chiefs Ben the Neiman was terrific last night. So I I just saw about the numbers.
2: Him? I didn't see him. So do you, you saw him yes, on the field? Yes,
1: I saw him on the field. I saw him make. A, I saw him make two big, big, two big stops. Um, and it's. I, I wanted to, you know, obviously remember that because Mitch has been harping on Ben Neiman mm-hmm. and what a, you know, a big night for him last night was potentially going to be. And, look, I know one preseason game does not make a roster, but it maybe keeps you around long enough to try and make that mm-hmm. roster. Um, no, you, you, the, he has to be very pleased with the way he pl- uh, played last night, and I would think that the coaching staff would feel the same way uh, because he stood out a couple of times. Well, that's good,
2: and we know about the athleticism that he has. He is He's not just an outside linebacker. He's fast. Yeah, he is fast, and he, he showed and, it last night. And he's got sight. He he has a piece. I'm still surprised he wasn't drafted. Mm-hmm. I, Fifth, sixth round with the guy yeah, with the I'm surprised that kind of Lazard
1: was... wasn't drafted. Oh, that shows us what we know. You know what? Did the, uh, Lazard had a catch last Did night. Did he have a catch? I that think was one
2: sh- six yards, something like that. But I know, yeah, he had a catch last night late in the game. And also, uh, Tavon Smith, former Hawkeye, Uh huh. he's also on Jacksonville. I don't know if I didn't see if he had any catches, but they're kind of battling, it sounds like, maybe for that final spot of the wide receiver group.
1: So there's Lazard, one catch, five yards, targeted twice. I don't see Smith in the box score. Oh, New Orleans. No, that's Daekwan Smith. Traquan Smith. <laughs> um, I was gonna say, why did they put him over there? Um I didn't see, uh, I don't see it. Um Chad Henney. Slow down. Okay, okay, I will. A I didn't know until yesterday he was in Kansas right. City. I had I, I somehow missed that. He
2: was okay, Trent. <laughs> I mean he threw a touchdown pass, perfectly thrown ball. You know who needs a backup quarterback? Hmm. The Rams. I read an article on The Athletic today about this, and if something happens to Goff, mm-hmm. Sean mannion has been terrible, former Oregon State yeah, quarterback. and
1: I thought he was going to have a chance to be a decent player. He was
2: like 3 of 13 last he night. He misses Mike
1: Riley because he was good yeah. under Mike Riley.
2: So you go through. Is that what he was last night? Yeah, it, In a preseason game number one against the Fours and Fives? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's that's concerning. So if you're looking for a team that might be looking for that backup quarterback, and a guy like Henny kind of emerges or a number three guy that don't have room. Rams are all in this year.
1: Mm-hmm. You know who's also going to be available? Teddy Bridgewater.
2: That's another name,
1: and he plays tonight. Yes, tonight
2: yeah. they play. That that was also kind of bandied about in the article. But the Rams, as good as they are, they well, have Goff, and then a huge question mark. Huh. Well, we've seen backup quarterbacks do a pretty mm-hmm. good job, huh? Mm-hmm. I mean, just last year, Nick Foles mm-hmm. wins the Super, Super Bowl. Bowl, right? Case Keenum. Takes team to the NFC Championship game,
1: and he's going to take his new team all the way this whoa, year. Whoa, Trent, whoa. did you know that? <laughs> we will <laughs> the come ball back is here, <laughs> right? Indeed, it is. We're talking about it. We're going to talk more about it, but we're going to localize it with Tom Kaker at Iowa Media Day. Tom joins us next. Dylan Monts, twelve forty ish. Mitch Holtis 110, Bama Bob, before we leave, we're here until 2. Hope you can stay with us. If you miss any portion of the program, you can always go to the podcast, KenMillerShow.com. Trent and I back after these on 1700 KBGG.
0: The Kansas City Chiefs play here. 1700 KBGG.
2: wolfconstruction.net
3: Support Special Olympics Iowa and join the Kiwanis Club of Urbandale for the annual Jim Jordan Memorial Golf Classic on Wednesday, August 15th at Our Creek Golf Course in Ankeny. Special Olympics Iowa provides year-round sports training and athletic competition to over 14,000 individuals with intellectual disabilities in the state of Iowa. The tournament starts at 8 a.m. and all golfers receive 18 holes of golf, a cart, lunch, and opportunity for prizes. To sign up a foursome, As an individual or for sponsorship opportunities, please visit s o i o w a dot org or call 515 986 5520. We'll see you on August 15th at Outer Creek Golf Course to chip in for the athletes.
4: Don't waste away the last days of summer in a car you hate. Join my flip-flop revolution today. Hey, Joe Clements here from Capital City Motor Company. I'm on a mission to help everyone kick back in a car they love. I'll help you flip out of your current car and flop into a nicer, newer one by paying up to $4,679 more than appraised value for your trade. Relax in a ride you'll love. My one and only, for the people, credit approval process is easy breezy. My team is the best there is, and we know how to get you approved, even if you've been turned down before. Don't waste away the last days of summer. Be part of my flip-flop revolution. I'll pay up to $4,679 more for your trade. And you can flip out of your old car and flop into a nicer, newer car today. But hurry, the revolution ends August 31st or after we've flip-flopped 82 cars. I'm Joe Clemens, and I'm a dealer for the people. Come see us at Capital City Motor Company in Des Moines on East University. One block off I-235 on the State Fair side. Call 265-1467 or online at ApprovedByJoe.com. ApprovedByJoe.com. www.approvedbyjoe.com.
5: Purchase, price, trade allowance, negative equity, maybe refinance, all terms subject to approval.
4: If you wear a denture,
6: are you sure your breath is clean and fresh? Try Polydent. It's specifically designed to clean a denture because it's tough on odor-causing bacteria, but gentle on the denture itself. Polydent has a four-in-one cleaning system with four powerful ingredients that work together to deep-clean your denture. It kills 99.99% of odor-causing bacteria in laboratory testing and helps to remove stains. Feel confident and clean every day with Polydent. Available at Walmart for a low price every day.
2: 650-1358. That's 650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness Centers. Let's feel better together and turn over a new leaf with New Leaf Wellness. Join us for the Alzheimer's Association Walk to End Alzheimer's. Go to alc.org walk to register for an event near you. Together, we can end Alzheimer's. An old favorite is back again with the new and updated menu, Bennegan's on Merle Hay Road. Stop by Bennegan's and check out the new signature steak and ale menu, made from scratch, everyday recipes that have stood the test of time. Dinner with friends, a night out, or just stop by to watch the ball game. Make it Bennegan's, Merle Hay Road. You're with friends at Bennegan's on Merle Hay Road. Baseball. Is there another professional sport that brings
6: out as much passion and as many memories in their fans? Kevin, the flag guy here. We love baseball at Heartland Flags. Go Reds. We know what the flag means, and so do you. The classic pinstripes, the simple W, or the iconic throwback logos of your favorite team. Baseball is back, and it's time to fly your favorite team's flag. Shop in-store, 3719 Southwest 9th in Des Moines, or online at heartlandflags.com.
2: Stephanie Goodhue of Iowa Realty is a full-service residential realtor serving all of Central Iowa. She specializes in new construction, relocation, acreages, single-family, and condo townhouse sales. Stephanie Goodhue, a buyer's agent and a seller's agent, along with a member of the National Association of Realtors and the Des Moines Area Association of Realtors. Let Stephanie provide a free market analysis if you're considering selling your home. Stephanie Goodhue of Iowa Realty. She will lead you home.
0: Here we go. Back to Iowa's only local sports show over your one shot. Yeah, Here's Ken and Trent. All right, welcome back to the show,
4: 1700
1: KBGG. Dylan Monson, Iowa State, coming up in about 15 minutes. Right now, Tom Caker at HawkeyeReport.com. Media Day today, Kids Day tomorrow. Media Day will have... Uh, a couple of good days to be with the team. They'll watch them tomorrow. They'll talk to them today. Tom Cakert will be there. HawkeyeReport.com, he joins us. Hello, Tom, Trenton. Ken. How's things?
5: Uh, things are good. How about you guys? Doing
1: just fine, Tom Cakert. So let me, uh, before we get uh, into you may, may some of your, maybe uh, what's on your agenda for today... Um, Injuries aside, uh, is the is the bad news I guess, is it all out there now? Is there another shoe to drop non injury related, perhaps that we don't know about?
5: And I'm not insinuating I think all the sho- No, I, I think all the shoes have have officially dropped unless somebody gets hurt in practice. And that's, you know, certainly possible. It happens with every college team that somebody's gonna get hurt and uh so some guys will be dinged up, but uh other than that, I think the suspensions are all out of the way now.
1: That's uh, that's good news, Tom. Who of the of the people you uh, will be have an opportunity to, you know, to be a part of a media scrum or maybe get some one on one? Who's the best talker on this team?
5: Uh, probably Amani Jones. I think people are going to enjoy hearing from him. He's got a kind of a bigger personality. Um, you know, most of the guys get uh, coached. Into <laughs> right. being pretty bland, and yeah. you know we're just playing it one game at a time. You know it's like it's, it's like uh, you know Bull Durham kind of thing, or Kevin Costner's teaching Tim Robbins what to say. You know, uh, I, I think that's most of the guys. But uh, the Paulson boys can be kind of funny too. So uh, you know I look forward to talking to them, and uh, you know maybe some of the maybe some of the redshirt freshmen might surprise us and be. Interesting
2: as well. Well, yeah, and it'll be your first chance to hear from mm, those guys yeah. since they've been on campus. The true freshmen yeah. will be off limits. So, no Spencer Petrus, uh, some of the other names that we bandied about. about Tom, uh, with that, you mentioned the Paulsons, who are fun to listen to and, and hear them. Levi started the bowl game a year ago against Boston College because of this first suspension for Alaric Jackson. It looks like he'll be starting again, but we keep putting the caveat on if healthy. Where is he on his way coming back? And, and what was the injury? I can't even remember.
5: I I don't even think they've kind of revealed the okay. injury. I heard it was a leg injury of some sort, but I'm not 100% sure on that. Um, but he was, you know, held out of spring ball. And uh, Kirk said in Chicago he felt like he'd be 100%. Ready for camp are close to hundred percent, but they were going to be very careful with him. So, um, you know, maybe limit some of his work, especially early on, because he hasn't done a lot. So, I think they're going to, uh, you know, frankly, they they need to put anybody who can play offensive tackle probably in bubble wrap until hmm. uh, Iowa State week, <laughs> just it's because true. they don't have have a ton of options there, and it's going to be interesting to see how things shake out and. One other thing that I, I heard from somebody that I, you know, that that led me in the right direction before. Don't be surprised if when Alert Jackson comes back, maybe he sees time at guard instead of tackle, and that uh, if Mark Kellenberger goes in there and does well uh, in his first collegiate start, that they they might just go with him at uh, at right tackle.
1: Mm. It's interesting news. Hmm. Making a little bit of news there, Tom Caker at HawkeyeReport.com. Uh, what have you gleaned from the pictures? Sargent seems to be a buzz guy so far. Um, you know, we don't know what his carries are going to be. Certainly at Iowa Western uh, CC, he was. Um, he put up really big numbers, Tom. This is a position that. Uh, they needed help at. It was you know, kind of surprising yeah. that he was still there uh, when it seemingly all the dust had settled. But he's at Iowa City. Will you get a chance to speak with him? And what are the photos telling you, if anything, as we try and glean every single precious nugget that we can?
5: <laughs> we all, we always know that the guys look fast when they're in those photos. Right. <laughs> they look blazing, blazing speed. Um, I don't know if we'll get him. You know, the, I think one of the more interesting thing is: Are we going to get the guys who are suspended for the first game? Are they going to put them out there? I, you know, I have requested those guys, but uh, are we going to get them? I, I don't know. It'll be interesting. Uh, you know, Tristan Ward, for example, is a really good interview, really thoughtful kid. But are they going to put a redshirt freshman out there for his first round of media interviews? I don't know. It'll be interesting to see. Uh, but uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to talking to Sergeant. I hope we get him. I, you know, sometimes they've uh, kind of held those guys out uh, from interviews just because they haven't, quote unquote, indoctrinated them <laughs> yet. I think that was a, that was a term that was used by an Iowa official to me one year, and I've always hung on to that one. <laughs> uh,
2: apropos, Tom yes, uh, very, very good. Well, it's not only what you get to hear from the players, but you also get to hear from some of the coaches. Phil Parker, uh, he, going back to spring, talked a little bit about possibly using a star formation, extra safety in the game, take a linebacker off the field. They've tinkered around with some different stuff in the past. We saw the Raider formation. But now with the the departure of Brandon Snyder, do you think that changes the plans of what they're going to do and some different schemes that they could come up with?
5: It it might, Um, I, I think. Phil still probably wants to do it. It's one of my questions for Phil today, I'm sure, is, is that, is Snyder leaving? Because I, I think the depth they had with four guys, you know, a, a really solid two-deep when you throw Gino Stone and Hooker and Gervas and, and, uh, and Snyder in there, you had four guys that were all capable of starting a game, and it, you could probably, you know, tinker around a little bit felt comfortable with all those guys. and You know, it's interesting, Phil mentioned uh, more than once, put Hooker back there, or put some Hooker at linebacker and have him kind of roam there, which I thought was interesting because you would have thought a guy like Snyder or Javas, who's a little bit bigger, more physical, would have been the choice. But um, I still think he wants to tinker with a little bit. I, I don't know if it's going to be uh, possible at this point, though, given Snyder's uh, recent departure.
1: So have you had a chance – uh, to ever talk to Epinesa uh, since he's, since he's been here. I mean we know freshmen are off limits. He's no longer that. Um have you had a chance to speak with him, Tom? Is 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 the I know at the Rose Bowl we got everybody. I mean I don't know if that was a Rose Bowl policy. Uh that, that we the Rose
5: Bowl policy. That's a
1: Rose Bowl policy. Rose Bowl. Right. So uh, have you yeah. ever spoken with him?
5: Um just when he was coming up uh you know as a recruit right. I spoke to him a number of times, but uh I have not uh, not had a chance to uh, talk to him. Uh, ran into his dad several times, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, outside of Kinnick, right. but uh, uh, have not uh, have not had a chance to uh, sit down with A.J. I would expect that the crowd around him, yeah. especially early on, is going to be probably the biggest crowd of any player uh, today. That's just my guess.
2: So of the other guys that redshirted or even played last year that, that you have, got anybody else that you have a hankering? I know you have a good relationship with Epi, his dad, and and knew him from back in the yeah. day. So you know the Epanessa family. Is there another one, a kid that you enjoy talking to during the recruiting process? You're looking forward to uh, hearing for for the first time in over a year.
5: Um, worse if they make him available. Yeah, he's think... a really thoughtful interview. He's yeah. a really good talker, good kid. Um, Mark Callenberger, I'm really looking forward to talking to him because I've you know known Mark for a while and and. Uh, didn't know his family, so I, I think he'll be uh, interesting to talk to, especially given what's transpired in the last couple of weeks and you know, maybe being thrust into uh, into the lineup. Uh, you know, beyond that, uh, maybe, maybe Gino Stone, just because mm-hmm. he's in the two deeps and we haven't talked to him, and Matt Hankins and other ones mm-hmm. that we haven't talked to, but uh, I think was an interesting kid in the recruiting process by it so... Uh, I, I think uh, I think those guys will be interesting to talk
1: to. Parker Hesse is probably my favorite story on this team. Just the way he's, uh, you know, thrust in s- such huge shoes, undersized, um, kept his nose clean, seemingly improved every year. Uh, he, he's one of those guys that just, um, you know, the black and gold just drips off of him. It, re- it really does. I'm a big fan of Parker Hesse, Tom.
5: He's. He's out of central casting for what a, a kind of a fair player. Well put.
1: Excellent kind of, well put. He,
5: he is just he is the ideal Ference player, Guys guy who's probably a little too small, looks up. Uh, you know, when I always think of guys out of central casting for Iowa football that, that speak to the program, it's guys like Cassie, it's guys like Robert Gallery back in the day that's just, you know, kind of self-made guys that just hard workers, keep their nose clean, gr- nose the grindstone, um, and if you, by the way, fans, if you get a chance, go over to Cedar Rapids that site and read Mark Morahan's story on Parking It is it is fabulous storytelling and uh, great long form journalism that uh, that I know a lot of us like.
1: I will do that, Tom. In fact, I'm glad you mentioned that because I saw somebody on Twitter said, uh, I just spent 15 minutes at my boss's expense reading this story. <laughs> well done, Mark Morehouse. Now back to work. So thank you for that plug for Mark. Cedar Rapids Gazette is where you can read Mr. Morehouse.
2: Over to a little yep. bit of basketball with you, Tom and Xavier Foster. Of course, Iowa missed out on the DJ Carton sweepstakes. The uh, next big name in the state is Xavier Foster of Oskaloosa. 6'11", can shoot it, can handle it, athletic. So you've got to add some size to that frame but the big boys have been sniffing around and one of the big boys finally offered he gets a Kansas offer uh, just the other day a couple that I know he's going to be visiting Iowa and Iowa State in the coming weeks here what kind of chance do you give the Hawkeyes here for Xavier Foster
5: Probably not a good one. <laughs> just being All right. Completely honest yeah. because I think I don't think the Kansas offer is the last blue blood mm-hmm. so sure. He's just, um, you know, talking to a couple of our national guys who are more dialed in to what coaches at other schools are, are thinking and everything. It just seems like a matter of time before a Kentucky offers, a matter of time before a Duke offers, or a UNC. And he's already got UCLA, and he's already got Kansas. And um, I and I think at the end of the day, he's pretty. Um, I, I think he's attracted by those type of program. As he should be. I mean that's the highest level of college basketball. So um, I you know I think that uh, I think, think that's where he's gonna end up as one of those blue blood schools. Uh, but I think I was gonna hang in there and they're gonna fight for him and try to get him. I know they have a great relationship with him. i talked with Dad a number of times and he loves Coach Dillard and loves Coach McCaffrey, and you know, I think he really has a good relationship with Iowa State as well with Coach Robinson and Coach Crohn we including them. But um, blue bloods are blue bloods. Yep. If you get the chance, you go to it. Yes, just how it is.
1: Tom Caker at HawkeyeReport.com. He will recap uh, the media day today as well as Kids' Day tomorrow. Tom, thanks for coming on. Appreciate it. We'll talk to you next week. Okay, thanks, guys. Thank you, Tom Cakert, HawkeyeReport.com. We'll come back. Dylan Monts will be here. It's the Ken Miller Show. Trent and I are here until 2 on 1700 KBGG.
0: News, talk, sports. Yeah, we got all that online at 1700KBGG.com.
7: Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down? Or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Walk, run, or wag your way to Terra Park in Johnston on September 22nd for the ARL's Iowa Dog Jog, presented by Anderson Animal Hospital. The 4K and 2K course winds around the scenic Terra Lake, and afterward, you and your pup can unleash in the pop-up dog parks and visit with local vendors. It's basically a big dog party. Sign up as an individual or as a team to fundraise for the homeless pets at the ARL. Register today at iowadogjog.com.
2: There's nothing small about your business. Your passion, your hours, your reputation, it's all huge. Your partnership's even bigger. With Dell Small Business Technology
7: Advisors, you'll get the tech, advice, and one-on-one partnership to help your business grow. Because with reliable Dell PCs with Intel Core processors, you can focus on what matters most, getting business
2: done. Call 877 by dell to speak with an advisor today. That's 877
3: by dell It's not just any month at Edible Arrangements. It's National Dip Fruit Month, which means summer just got a little more shareable. With 50% off on our chocolate dip mix fruit box when you pick it up in store. Filled with freshable strawberries, apples, and bananas dipped in gourmet chocolate for a taste that's make your dayable. And remember, no matter the season or weird little reason, Edible is lovable. Treat yourself today at one of our stores or visit us at edible.com.
0: Looks like we have another contestant for Russian Rufer Roulette. Place your bet. Choose from unmet expectations, we overpromise and underdeliver, or we'll carelessly drag our ladder over your daffodils. Let's log on to Google and play.
6: That's 729 or find us online at rightroofing.com. That's rightroofing.com with an R.
3: Roof it once,
0: roof it right,
8: right.
7: iowa baseball company
0: it's not too late to rent the heritage carousel for your late summer or fall outing this is a one-of-a-kind venue that will keep your guests talking long after the party ends we've hosted everything from birthday parties to rehearsal dinners the heritage carousel is owned and operated by the des moines carousel foundation and is a not-for-profit organization if you would like to have your next event at the heritage carousel go to heritagecarousel.org for more information on renting the carousel Real sports talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 KBGG.
1: All right, welcome back, Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. Let's talk Iowa State. Dylan Mons, Ames Tribune, AmesTrib.com. He joins us. Dylan House Things
8: going pretty well. It's busy with fall camp kind of right in the, the middle of everything, but uh, it's, it's going pretty good.
1: Yeah, and I know you guys in Iowa State, uh, tip of the cap to them for doing it this way. They uh, Seemingly every day, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but you guys get a uh, position coach after practice at some point just to keep, the, uh, keep Iowa State football in the news. And uh, look at the fan base laps it up. That's what the, the, they, they get it. I'm glad they do it that way. Whom have you spoken with uh, this week?
8: Oh, let's see. This week we got um, – so yesterday we got running backs and defensive line, which were two two that were kind of interesting. And then we've had cornerbacks and tight ends so far, and then we get the other position groups next week. So it's been kind of a healthy mix of offense and defense. Um, and then uh, next week is going to be really heavy, Monday through Thursday.
1: Well, good stuff. That makes, uh, that makes us uh, happy here as we get our opportunity to talk to you. Well, you it- – you were Zeruke. i'm gonna get it right <laughs> um apparently is ahead of matt leo, who redshirted last year, who you know certainly looks the part um but uh, you, you were <laughs> uh, number fifty uh is having uh he's opening some eyes it looks as though he's gonna start on the defensive end
8: yeah you was a retail. thank it, you it's kind of a yeah its it's a tough one, but uh, i was a little. I don't want to say I was surprised, but it, it kind of made my eyebrows raise a little bit that uh, defensive line coach Eli Rashid said it was so clear-cut and dry that Iwasarike was going to be the guy for sure at this point in camp. But I think that probably speaks to how much he's been able to kind of progress from last season when he played. Really, I think he played in all 13 games, and he ended up with uh, 16 tackles. So he came in and played well, and, and just his size, too, I think is, is something that you also see with Leo, but... It, it's apparent with Enrique too. He's six six, two eighty three, so he, he's kind of a load there uh, opposite of Jaquan Bailey and, and kind of caps that end spot. So I, I think you'll still see a, a decent mix of both of them, but um, to have Enrique emerge the way he has and be the guy at this point I think is probably encouraging.
2: Dylan, everybody, uh, this time they're waiting for the next best thing. Young names, freshmen, red shirt freshmen, guys that are – are stepping up. Do you have any names that you're hearing having a, a good start to camp?
8: Yeah, it sounds like um, uh, uh, there's been quite a few of them, and I'll just speak to kind of who we've talked to this week just because I've gotten the best sense from that. But it sounds like in the cornerback room they have a lot of young guys they can turn to, whether it's um, Arnold Bazuna, who's a redshirt sophomore, but they have Javion Morton and Anthony Johnson, as true freshman, who could come in and, and see snaps there. Uh, Dayton Young, a redshirt freshman, who's come in and kind of impressed. Uh, Johnny Lang, I think is another guy who we talked about a decent amount last mm-hmm. year, but is, is a guy that I think you'll see, um, all over the place on offense, whether it's out of the backfield, whether it's lined up in the slot as a pass catcher, uh, I think you can see probably them do a lot of things, not only with him, but with that whole crop of, of running backs, you'll see them use them in a lot of different ways. Uh, so I think those are probably the few that have come to mind. And again, that's just kind of who we've talked to this week, but it's been interesting to kind of see who stood out to coaches and how much they stood out. Uh,
1: is anybody kind of asserted themselves as the quote, number two running back behind David Montgomery, as you mentioned, there's, there's so many there, Warren Cronin, Anuangu, Johnny Lang, is anybody kind of taken the mantle as the, as the second on the depth chart behind Montgomery?
8: They've never really been clear as as to saying, okay, this is our guy, this is one, two, three, four, five, because I think they do a lot of different things and they'll be used in different ways. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I get a sense that Crony could be, actually. Uh, I think they really kind of liked how he uh, has been able to springboard himself from playing at the end of last year in the Baylor game. Um, when, when Montgomery got hurt, he kind of played in relief a little bit and then got in against Kansas State a little bit, too. So I think you could see him a decent amount. Um, and I think that kind of also speaks to the unknowns that still exist with Kenei Um, just because we haven't seen him in, uh, you know, two almost two years, whatever, whatever it is. But I, I think you'll see week to week even that could change, uh, depending on um, the defensive front that they're facing, um, kind of who has the hot hand maybe. It, it'll depend on... Uh, a few variables there. So I think you'll see a decent amount of, of both, of all of them. But uh, it seems like Crony might be the guy that would get the first crack at it or maybe tonight, because I think Johnny Lane can um, be split out and used in, in a lot of different ways too.
2: Dylan, uh, Ken and I the last couple of days have been talking a lot about Iowa State and ball security and how, well, they didn't have a fumble last year outside of one that shouldn't have been a fumble at the end of the season. Is is it something that every coach preaches Ball security. Don't turn over the football. Everybody talks about it. Does Iowa State do anything different? Have you ever been able to peel back the curtain there and, and see what Matt Campbell did to to have them be so good in that area a year ago?
8: I know one thing that running now former running back coach Ryan, did was uh, he used a, a lot of different things. They had uh, boxing gloves. That was one of the, the big storylines of the past where you'd have guys kind of run through a battery of, of things and then at the end he'd be waiting and, and kind of jogging alongside them and Um, put on some red boxing gloves and would just uh, beat the heck out of the ball uh, while they were kind of running through. And then uh, I I saw this last year when Tomei DeWongu was still out and and kind of rehabbing. He'd be kind of walking around the perimeter of the practice field and he'd be walking with a trainer uh, who had a a rope or a string attached to the football that he was carrying. And every once in a while she'd give it a really hard tug um, just to try to get it out of his grip. So I think they used a few different techniques like that um, and, you know, I think it's interesting because the ball did pop out a couple times with, with the different running backs and, um, you know, wide receivers were able to pounce on it or, um, you know, Alan Lazard, I think, pounced on one um, that Deshante Jones let go in the Akron game. So I think part of it's luck. I mean, certainly there's a lot of skill involved to not put it on the deck too many times, but you also got to be a little fortunate too. But I think they do do a few different interesting things um, to really kind of harp on that because it is so important, and Matt Campbell talked about it, um, this week during media day, that the turnover margin is one of the first things he looks at when breaking down the criteria of of um, games and, and how he kind of evaluates the success. You was a Rukay's
1: teammate. Oh, how did I do? Yeah, very good. <laughs> right, that was pretty good. Uh, thank, yeah. you, thank you, thank you. Uh, so this time last year, Dylan, uh, the, the, everybody, you know, we we couldn't get enough conversation about Camilo Tongamoa, um, and it just never panned out for him. Kind of give us an update. What are they seeing out of uh, out of Tongamo as he gets set to play his final season? Because he was he was the the hype meter was in the red zone this time last year for him.
8: Yeah, I think uh, he's certainly been able to kind of get a handle on on where he is weight wise and with his body. I think um, you know Matt Campbell said that he lost twenty five pounds since last year, but I don't think that's a net twenty five because he did talk about you know gaining a ton of weight when he first got here from junior college and. You know, it's easy once you get to the Division One training table. You can kind of uh, go at it pretty hard. So I think he had to kind of corral um, it, any weight issues that he had and really kind of pick up on the scheme. So the offseason was really big for him. And talking to Eli received he said, um, you know, he's he certainly uh, getting there, looking better, but there are still some inconsistencies. And uh, I, I think that's, that's probably a thing that, um, you know, they're – fortunate or they feel good about Jamal Johnson there at Uh that um, inside spot so I think he's a guy that you'll probably see third for sure Um, but I I think you'll see Tom Gamal get in there and obviously get some snaps I don't know how much he'll get right away but I think once you kind of work into it a little bit he he could be uh, at least some nice depth uh, because he is so big and and did come in kind of so it'll be interesting to see how he progresses but I think it's kind of an up and down thing right now through camp so they're trying to Level that out a little
1: bit. Nice problem to have. A lot of bodies on that defensive line position. Can't say that about Iowa State. Well, maybe ever. Dylan, we'll talk to you early next week. We'll continue to read your work and your fine work. It is at aimstrib.com as Dylan Montz covers Iowa State. Thank you, Dylan. Absolutely, guys. Thank you. Good to talk to you, Dylan Montz, on Iowa State as we complete the first hour of the program. Mitch Holt is going to join us. So, Alabama, Bob, Trent and I till 2, 1700 KBGG.
0: You found your home for real sports talk, for real sports fans, 1700 KBGG.
2: An old favorite is back again with the new and updated menu, Benegins on Merle Hay Road. Stop by Bennigan's and check out the new signature steak and ale menu. Made from scratch, everyday recipes that have stood the test of time. Dinner with friends, a night out, or just stop by to watch the ball game. Make it Bennigan's, Merle Hay Road. You're with friends at Bennigan's on Merle Hay Road.
0: Looks like we have another contestant for Russian Roofer Roulette. Place your bet. Choose from unmet expectations, we overpromise and underdeliver, or we'll carelessly drag our ladder over your daffodils. Let's log on to Google and play.
6: That's 729-0770, or find us online at rightroofing.com. That's rightroofing.com with an R.
4: It, once, it right, right waste away the last days of summer in a car you hate? Join my flip-flop revolution today! Hey, Joe Clements here from Capital City Motor Company. I'm on a mission to help everyone kick back in a car they love. I'll help you flip out of your current car and flop into a nicer, newer one by paying up to $4,679 more than appraised value for your trade. Relax in a ride you'll love. My one and only, for the people, credit approval process is easy breezy. My team is the best there is and we know how to get you approved, even if you've been turned down before. Don't waste away the last days of summer. Be part of my flip-flop Revolution. I'll pay up to $4,679 more for your trade. And you can flip out of your old car and flop into a nicer, newer car today. But hurry, the revolution ends August 31st or after we've flip flopped 82 cars. I'm Joe Clemens and I'm a dealer for the people. Come see us at Capital City Motor Company in Des Moines on East University. One block off I 235 on the State Fair side. Call 265 1467 or online and approved by Joe.com. Approved by Joe.com. WWW.approvedbyJoe.com. Vehicle purchase price effects, trade allowance, negative equity, maybe refinance, all terms of
2: 1 in 8. 1 in 8 women will be diagnosed with breast cancer in her lifetime. At Komen, we think this is unacceptable. We know that this statistic represents our mothers, sisters, aunts, and friends who have to face this awful disease, and we do not intend to sit back and do nothing about it. Every step, every dollar, every voice matters. Join us for the Susan G. Komen Des Moines Race for the Cure on October 27th and help
3: us fund national research and provide life-saving breast health services to women in our community. Get registered today at KomenGreaterIowa.com.